Good evening and welcome to a night of refreshing. I bring you greetings from Tabernacular Praise Church International, where Bishop Alfred Jackson is our pastor. I'm here tonight to have a conversation with you so that we can see what the Lord has to say to us tonight through his word. Um, I minister Trachelia Simon, um, and we are going to um, go ahead and open up in scripture. So if you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn with me to Luke 19 um, verses 11 through 27. That's Luke 19 verses 11 through 27. So let's read together. And I'll be reading from the Holman Christian Standard Bible tonight. And it reads, again, it's Luke 19 verses 11 through 27. As they were listening to this, he went on to tell a parable because he was near Jerusalem and they thought the kingdom of God was going to appear right away. Therefore, he said, a nobleman traveled to a far country to receive for himself authority to be king and then return. He called 10 of his slaves, gave them 10 minas and told them engage in business until I come back. But his subjects hated him and sent a delegation after him, saying, we don't want this man to rule over us. At his return, having received the authority to be king, he summoned those slaves he had given the money to so he could find out how much they had made in business. The first came forward and said, Master, your mina has earned ten more minas. Well done, good slave, he told him, because you have been faithful in a very small matter, have authority over ten towns. The second came and said, Master, your mina has made five minas. So he said to him, you will be over five towns. And another came and said, Master, here is your mina. I have kept it hidden away in a cloth because I was afraid of you, for you're a tough man. You collect what you didn't deposit and reap what you didn't sow. He told him, I will judge you by what you have said, you evil slave. If you knew I was a tough man collecting what I didn't deposit and reaping what I didn't sow, why didn't you put my money in the bank? And when I returned, I would have collected it with interest. So he said to those standing there, take the mina away from him and give it to the man, give it to the one who has 10 minas. But they said to him, Master, he has 10 minas. I tell you that to everyone who has more will be given, and from the one who does not have, even what he does have will be taken away. But bring here these enemies of mine who do not want me to rule over them and slaughter them in my presence. Amen. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we just want to say thank you, Lord God, for an opportunity, Father God, to hear from you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that as I speak, Lord God, as I open my mouth, you will speak for me, Lord. This is your word, so have your way, Lord God. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, our title for tonight is Occupy and Operate occupy and operate and um we are living in a season and a time where it is it is very easy to be lulled to sleep in this present moment in time not because things are quiet or because they're monotonous or predictable it's it's very much the opposite um in our present age 
this time that we're living right now, things are loud and can sometimes be invasive and even explosive. Um, and it seems like retreating and remaining quiet and being uninvolved just seems so much easier. But the Lord is saying that he wants us to occupy and operate. He wants us to be able to boldly take possession of the space and the opportunity he, he has given you, um, given us in this time. And he wants us to operate in that. He wants us to do the work um, of our father, do his work and bring glory to his name and, 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 and make him shine. And so there's so much going on right here on the surface in front of us. And so he wants us to go deeper beyond the surface of just what we see. Um, because there's so much to be grasped. Um, and this time that we're living in is is a time where um, we don't gather as much and we aren't in service as much, but we want to have something to show for the time that the Lord has given us. So what will you have to show for your time? Um, we, we have to make the most of this time that we have. We have to occupy it because... The spirit of the Lord lives in us and it lives in you. Every space that you occupy, every place where you are, he will be. Um, those places will be filled with the presence of the Lord. And so things will either, ha either have to flee or come into alignment. And so during this time, we don't want to resist getting our hands dirty. We want to become engaged. We want to be engaged in prayer. We want to be engaged in outreach. We want to be engaged in constructive and difficult conversations. And we want to seek seek the Lord and seek him for our place of engagement. And, and then we want to occupy that place where he is, is telling us to go. Once we're there, we need to operate. Um, and so all of us, everybody, all of you who are watching, there are living waters on the inside of you, and you cannot wait for for the dust to settle. Um, some time ago, I remember Minister Charlotte Smalls frequently mentioning living a life poured out, and that is a mantra that has stuck with me ever since I heard her say it. Um, and living a life poured out means being in a space and occupying and operating, doing what the Lord has called us to do. Um, and if you don't think that you have what it takes, there is grace for your doubt. He's equipped you to do what he's called you to do. In the, the parable that we read um, that Jesus shared with the crowd um, in Luke 19, we, we learned that in our operating faithfulness is required of a servant. Um, the nobleman in the parable, he was going away to be appointed. He's going to be appointed as king, and he gave his ten servants one mina each to engage in business until he returned. Um, if, we, if you read the King James translation, um, it says that he told them to occupy until I return, occupy until I come. And um, a mina was about a hundred days' wages, or some um, commentaries say about three months' wages. So, um, so between the 10 of them, he had given them about a thousand days wages. And that is a hefty sum. And he expected a return on, on what he had given them, a return on his investment. And they were doing business on his behalf. And so the Lord expects a return from us when we are doing business on his behalf. After all, 
he has made such a such a large investment. He gave his son beaten and battered and bruised, who now still acts on our behalf as he makes intercession for us. And he sent his Holy Spirit, who lives on the inside of us, a hefty investment. Um, and we must we, we we must not squander it. We can't squander the investment um, that the Lord has has made in us. We we have to manage it well. And so we have to manage our spiritual gifts and we have to manage our relationships and we have to manage our resources. And so in the parable, the nobleman is a representation of Jesus. And so until the time he um, returns, we are to fulfill kingdom responsibilities and we are to occupy and operate. So how then do we occupy and operate during this time? So number one, when you occupy something, you take up residence, you abide there. So what is it that you are abiding in or where are you abiding? Where are you settled? And more importantly, have you allowed the Holy Spirit to take up residence and continuously uh, renew his lease in you? So if we look at the scripture, John 15 verses four through five, the NIV version says, Jesus says to the disciples, remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So Jesus is teaching the disciples about what their relationship with him should look like. And he uses the vine and the branch metaphor. And simply put, you cannot do kingdom work without the king. So we're not able to bear fruit without remaining in Jesus and um, him remaining in us through the work of Holy Spirit. So he is the vine and we are the branches. So to be to abide in him means to be connected to him. Um, the branches are connected to the vine. He is the source. And so we rely on him as our source and we walk in obedience to him. So we are taking up residence in him and allowing him to take up residence in us. And we are known by the fruits that we bear. So if he's taking up residence in us, then it should be seen. We should be it should be reflected in our fruit. It should be reflected in our productivity. And so you think about physical residence. We all have a physical residence, a place where we live. And, um, you know, we're all selective about who we allow into our homes. We don't just let anyone come into our homes. So when someone comes that you don't necessarily want to be there, you already have company. You already have somebody there. It can get a little crowded. And so we have to be selective about what we allow in spiritually. Um, and we have to we have to make room for the Holy Spirit to abide in us. And so why is this important? As the Holy Spirit speaks to us, as he speaks to you, he'll show you what spaces you should occupy. He'll show you your assignment. Your assignment could be at your place of employment with a troubled co-worker or on the mission field or in a classroom or at a board meeting. The thing is, you have to hear from him and not have all kinds of other things abiding in you, things that you've allowed to come in um, when you were uh, laxed and, and not maybe attentive. 
um, you have to allow Holy Spirit to come in so that you can hear from the Lord and so that he can tell you where he needs you, which brings me to our second point. You need to be able to hear and see with clarity. You need to be able to hear and see in the spirit with clarity. And you have to ask the Lord for this. And you, you know, you talk to the Lord and you pray to the Lord and you say, Lord, I, I ask you to open my ears and open my eyes and let me see you clearly. Make me aware of your presence. Lord, thank you that I will not be deceived. God, thank you that I have discernment for today. God, thank you that I have wisdom for the day. And as you are operating, you want to be able to have spiritual clarity. Um, and spending time in the presence of the Lord and talking with him and communing with him grants you this. You get that that clarity. I know for me personally, when I am just cloudy and, and things seem to just um, be just unclear for me or I'm overwhelmed by something, my time in prayer really um, allows me to have a clear head. It allows me to see and it allows me to think because I don't want to be uh, caught off guard by things that are happening because I, um, my guard is down uh, because I'm not, um, I'm not prayed up. So spending time in the presence of the Lord can give you that, that clarity that you need. And we also have to make sure that we protect our ear gates and our, our gates from eye gates, from things that bring about confusion and things that, um, can be, can make the, the waters muddy things that are not good for us spiritually. Sometimes it seems like those things can be so tempting um, because they're mindless sometimes. The TV or even our scrolling on social media um, excessively or whatever it may be that is your particular vice, we all have them. We just have to be ever so careful and ever so mindful about what we're allowing in our ear gates and our gates so that the Spirit of the Lord is able to speak to us and give us clarity in situations so that we can know what our assignment is and know how to move um, for that day and that time. And so another thing that we want to, to do is we want to, number three, operate with authority. We want to operate with authority. When I think of the word operate, I think of machin machinery or either surgery. Um, when you're using heavy machinery or even performing surgery, you've got to know what it is that you are doing. And you have to do that thing with confidence. And as we are carrying out the work of the Lord in whatever space and whatever capacity he has given us to operate in, we, we must remember that he is in us. And therefore, we can be confident that we have what it takes to operate and we can carry out the task before us. In John 15 and 5, it says, the second clause says, apart from me, you can do nothing. And with him, that means that I can do everything that I'm called to do. With him, I can do everything I'm called to do. Our steps, your steps are ordered by the Lord. The word of God says that. Um, and you are equipped to operate in him. He's giving you everything that you need pertaining to life and godliness. godliness. And when you are, are in a situation where you may be just walking out of the grocery store and the Holy Spirit prompts you to minister to a hurting soul, or you have to realize that you have what it takes to occupy and operate in that moment. When you're dealing with your own family issues and the Lord calls on you to intercede for another family, you have what it takes to occupy and operate in that moment. You don't need a title to occupy and operate. We are all ministers of reconciliation. 
And when you are walking in your neighborhood and you sense that the Lord wants to use you for his glory in, in your neighborhood, you you have what it takes to occupy and operate. And we do not need to wait for some momentous occasion to occupy and operate. Instead, we need to daily ask God, where would you have me operate? Lord, what is my assignment for today? And so during this season that we are in, there may be a lot of uncertainties in the natural. We don't know, uh, for example, when the virus might end. We don't know uh, what the election holds. But in the spirit, we can be assured of this, that there is still work to be done and that the things that are going on in the world do not halt kingdom affairs in any way. The God that we serve is still on the throne and he is still performing miracles. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. He is still mighty to save. And there are still people who are in need. We are his hands and his feet in the earth. He does not need us. He does not need us, but he does desire to use us for his glory. So let us occupy and operate in the space in the time that we are in. Amen. Pray my strength in the Lord. Amen. Um, at this time, I invite you to, to join me in prayer. If you are in a place where maybe you've been stagnant and um, haven't necessarily been occupying um, your appointed space and time and your assignment and, and operating where the Lord has you, um, like so many of us may sometimes have trouble with, I invite you. Um, to join me in prayer as we as we talk to the Lord, go before the throne. Um, if you are someone who is has been unsure of what your assignment is and you've been praying for clarity or, or looking for clarity um, and wanting to hear and know, I invite you to join me for prayer at this at this time. And if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior in your life, now is the perfect time. I invite you to join me for prayer at this time. Amen. Let's go before the throne of grace. Father, we love you on tonight, Jesus. We thank you for who you are, God. We thank you that you are sovereign. We thank you, God, that you are our strong tower, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you are our redeemer. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you for the bloodshed on Calvary, for the remission of our sins that has caused us to be joint heirs with Christ. Hallelujah, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for every assignment on the life of every person who is watching right now, Lord God. You have created us in your image. You have created us, Lord God, to bring glory to your name, Jesus. And we thank you for that, God. We count it a privilege to be used by you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, on tonight for every person who is listening on tonight, Father God. Every person, Lord God, who at some point may have been unsure of what their assignment is or where they should operate and occupy, Lord God. We thank you on tonight for clarity. We thank you for speaking to them, Father God. Lord God, for stirring the fire within their bellies, Lord God. For helping them, Lord God, to know, Lord God, that they can be confident in you, Lord God, that that you, Lord God, have equipped them, Lord God. And when you begin a good work, Lord God, you are able to perform. And we thank you, Jesus, Father God, for just refreshing your people on tonight. 
tonight, Lord God, for restoring those whose hearts are discouraged, Lord God, for, Lord God, just helping those, Lord God, who may not have been in tune with you, Father God. Thank you for aligning them at this time. Thank you for aligning us with you, aligning us with your word, Lord God, preparing us, Lord God, for what you have for us to do, Lord God, wherever it is, whatever place you have us to operate in, Father, we thank you, Lord God, just for a heart that says yes on tonight. A heart, Lord God, that says yes to your will and yes to a, your way, Lord God. A heart that is yielded to you, Father God, on tonight is what we pray for, Father God. Creating us, O oh God, a clean heart and renew the right spirit within us, O oh God, so that we may press. We may continue to press, Lord God, that we may continue, Lord God, to operate in the places where you send us, Lord God, in the moments in time where you call on us to minister, Lord God, or to speak a word of encouragement, Lord God, or to do something for someone, Lord God, on your behalf, Lord God, we thank you for the holy boldness to do just that, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, for how you are a rewarder of those who diligently seek you, Lord God, and we thank you, Lord God, for how, Lord God, you allow us, Lord God, as we abide in you and you and us, you allow us to bear fruit, Lord God. We want to be productive. We want to do kingdom work, Lord God. We want to make you smile. We want to make you proud, Lord God. And most of all, Father God, we want to walk in obedience, Lord God, so that we can hear you one day say, well done, a good and faithful servant, Father God. In Jesus' name, we pray and give you thanks. Amen. Now, if you have joined us on tonight and you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, I invite you to pray with me at this time. Father, I have sinned and fallen short of your glory. Lord, I believe that you have died on the cross, that you came that I might have life that you were buried and you rose again on the third day. And because of that, I am forgiven of my sins. I ask that you to cleanse my heart of all unrighteousness, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for setting me on the right path, Lord God, as I put my hand in yours, as I give my heart to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you have given your life to the Lord on tonight, we would love to hear from you. Please write us on Facebook. Um, visit us on our church webpage, um, and we would love to connect with you on tonight. I pray that you all have been blessed by the word of God on tonight, and I pray that you would go on and that you would occupy and operate. Amen. Good night. And each minister has been very rich in hearing the Lord and sharing the word of the Lord. And we thank God for what he's doing. Amen. God's word does not return to him void. does not return to him empty. It accomplishes all that he desires. And he prospers his word in the things that he sent his word to. So the word that you've heard going forth and this time of, of refreshing is going to accomplish what God desires. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Again, if you've made a commitment to Jesus Christ, write to us and let us know. As Elder Brown said in that message, you don't have to go through any hoops. If you're in your living room, if you're riding in your car, if you're listening, you listen to, to one of the
these messages and you in the park or you at Walmart and you stopped and gave your life to Jesus, you got saved right there. Now it's time to grow in the kingdom. Yes. So you need to be connected to a Bible-believing church. Amen. You need some people that will walk with you, yes. that will help you grow in your relationship yes. with the Lord. Remember, it is not so much about the church as it is about the kingdom, yes, the rule of God in your hearts. So you need to understand the kingdom. You need to grow in the kingdom. You need to allow Jesus to rule in every aspect of your life. And then you will see the joy of the Lord becoming the strength. Then you will see the peace of God that surpasses understanding, keeping your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. So write to us and let us know so we can we can help you on our on the screen. You should see the directions to our website, or if you're already on our website, you'll see the directions that you can write to us and let us know the commitment or the decision that you've made to follow Christ. So I'm gonna rededicate your life to Christ so we can pray with you we can help you in the process. Thank you so much. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this time of refreshing. Thank you, God, for you've refreshed our souls this day. God, we thank you for every preacher of the gospel that stood and proclaimed your word. We thank you for your word that has touched every heart, every life that's listened to either any one of these messages. We thank you. We commit our way to you that you might bring it to us. Bless us, keep us, order our steps daily in your word that you'll be glorified in us and that you will use us wherever we go to proclaim the gospel of your kingdom. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Thank you, thank you Father. Amen. Amen.